Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, September 10th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Happy Friday. I hope you've got an exciting weekend before you. Before we get to the Luke text, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that as we seek to be generous, that we would be generous with our hands, with our feet, with our hearts and with ourselves, both towards you and towards others. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. This is from the 12th chapter of Luke's Gospel, verses 13 through 21 and 32 through 34. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich toward God. So do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, we have one that is of the utmost importance. Would you rather, for your only mode of transportation, have a donkey or a giraffe, and why? So I feel like the pastoral thing to say is donkey, because Mm -hmm. that was Jesus's car. Yeah. Um, But I think that this will tell you more about me and the way I live my life. Would I rather plot around on a donkey safely? No, thank you. I'd rather, like, you know, do a spider monkey hold to a giraffe and be carried like a wild person around as quickly as possible. So there you go. How's that? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And what's really funny about that is when I first read this question, I was like, oh, obviously a giraffe. Like, 
you know, they're faster, they're more exotic, they could reach things for me. Mm-hmm. And the more I thought about it, I thought, I'm going to fall off that giraffe <laughs> a lot. Yes. And it's a long ways down. Yes, it is. Uh, so then I shifted, and I think that I'm going to have to go with donkey. Nice. I have no doubt I would wreck my giraffe. <laughs> but I'm just telling you that the image of me holding onto a giraffe and, like, being, like, running around wildly holding onto that thing, I think that's me. That yeah, would be I the, really do. That would be the best entrance for a Palm Sunday <laughs> service <laughs> ever. Oh my you Lord, on a that's giraffe. Funny. <laughs> but to our scripture, I'm really excited for you to answer this question because I remember after the podcast you mentioned it on Monday that you were going to think about this question. So hopefully you've got it all figured out. Tara, how can we be rich toward God? I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> um if you look at the whole of scripture, Jesus tells us over and over again that we are a people who will make an idol out of darn near anything. Mm. That we are a people who, you know, like the dog, is it in the movie Up, who's like, squirrel! squirrel! You know what I mean? Like you should be paying attention to one thing and easily distracted. And so I think part of being rich toward God is to figure out what you should say no to mm. in order so that you can say yes to God. And I think the thing throughout all of Christendom that has helped us grow into that are spiritual disciplines. So there are spiritual disciplines that help us say no. There is fasting. There is, um, you know, ways to like give up certain things. We we see this in the Lenten season, Mm -hmm. right? We give up things. We say no to things in order that we may say yes to God. And then there are things we can do that open us up to God. Things like prayer meditation, reading scripture. And so the really um, unsexy answer is that it's discipline Hmm. that helps us be rich in God. It's actually discipline that helps us be free. Um, And I don't mean that. It's not transactional. It's not, I said a prayer today, I'm going to immediately see the results and be rich in God. Mm -hmm. But it is the discipline of doing those same things over and over again that slowly molds us closer to the person God wants us to be. So I think to be rich in God for me today means that you should be able to look at my calendar and see where the discipline is, hmm. whether it's a discipline of saying no or a discipline of saying yes. What do you, you do you buy it, Brett? I'm I'm in. And we'll see you on Monday. And <laughs> see. When we talk about um, you know, richness, we talk about plenty, right? And I don't th- and I think often that's what uh sin becomes is when we have plenty of something. Yes. Um, uh when you know, we take good gifts and we and we corrupt them. Um we take, you know, there is nothing wrong with being proud of yourself uh, with something that you've accomplished. But when you've taken that in plenty, it turns into pride. There's nothing wrong with work. I think work is really good. But when you take that in plenty, you know, there's nothing wrong with books. I love books. But when I take them in plenty, Woo! they become my idol. Listen, if we're going to talk about books as idols, I'm shutting this down right now. That's like reading my mail situation. Now I know how people feel sometimes in the pews. Yeah, right? exactly. So... And, and so everything in our life, when, when we take these objects, when we take aspects that God has gifted us and we turn them into plenty, then we, uh, I think, corrupt or we elevate those above God. So being rich towards God, I think, 
you you gave the practicality of how we live this out but and simply put it's just a lot of god yes <laughs> that's it right to be rich is to have many things mm-hmm. and i love that this passage says god wants to give you the kingdom yeah. like god desires to give you the kingdom but how can god do that if i'm not open and if i'm not paying attention mm. right um, I want to give my children every bit of good advice that I can, but I can't give it to them if they won't pay attention, if they aren't open to it. And so even though it may seem like, um, you know, saying that I'm going to pray at the same time every week right, or every day, every day at five o'clock. Okay, so this is what I've been doing, obviously. Like, I don't have any abstracts for you. Every day at 5 o'clock, I try to say that ancient prayer, and I've got it written here, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Um, in the grand scheme of things, is that a huge thing that's going to make a difference? No, but it's a moment where I consciously acknowledge who God is and who I am. And I think it makes me richer. Well, and I think the reason we have those disciplines is because let's acknowledge that we are human and a lot of God to get there is hard. Uh, And so that's why we have things that we set aside, whether it's a prayer one that is two lines you know that's how you start getting a lot of god whether it's setting that you'll spend time in scripture uh you know at the same time every day or you're going to work your way through a book of the bible that you're reading just as humans as we've talked you and i have talked about this of like you know it doesn't matter how old you are whether you're you know two or you're in high school or you're 80 we like having structure and boundaries helps us. Yes. And so that's where the disciplines guides us towards. Yes. And I do also want to point out, because I just realized this when I was preparing for the sermon, is that, you know, we don't, we read about fasting and we certainly read about prayer in the Bible, but that spiritual disciplines were such a part of who that early, how late Judaism and early Christianity, it was such a part of the community that it wasn't even spoken of. Like, of course you prayed. Yeah. Of course, in the Old Testament, you sacrificed and you went to church or you went to the synagogue yeah, well, yeah. and did what you needed to do. And in the same way, in the first century, of course there was a time to pray and of course you gathered around to hear the word of God, you know, read to you. Um, it is those routines and habits really that make us. Hmm. And so I can have a routine or habit of acquiring more stuff, which I do. Um, or I can try to say no to that and start to build routines and habits that make me rich in God. Um, so with that, we're going to close with your favorite and mine, David Foster Wallace. The really important kind of freedom involves attention and awareness and discipline and effort and being able truly to care about other people and to sacrifice for them over and over in a myriad, petty, little, unsexy ways every day. One of the best quotes that I know of. Um, Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.